Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 4, Episode 39, where we watch Below Deck Sailing Yachts. I'm Chris Lorenz. This is James. It's it's Sailing Yacht. Not Whatever. Yachts. Robert Kiss. <laughs> Brian. Uh, Maxnetic North, but you can call me Donkey Dick. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay. You said uh, it. Noah. Noah Singer. Uh, yeah. Well, this is uh, a doppelganger. As I don't know if we're gonna keep. Anytime we do these, I guess we'll just call them a doppelganger. We did the show. I don't know. Does anyone have the details of the last one we did below deck Mediterranean? Like it was a long time ago. It was a while ago. It was like mm-hmm. season two. I'm gonna say. Uh, maybe we'll get some sort of internet corner on that. I don't know. Uh, the internet will result. But anyway, in an answer. Uh, below Rob. deck. Sailing Get, yacht. What, give what us is this, this show? Sailing yachts. Give it to us. All right, all right. It's not yachts. He's doing a Kingston <laughs> again, guys. He's, you can't let him get away with this. All right, buckle up. This is a this is a meaty show description we got coming up. Bravo sets sail on the newest iteration of the highly rated and acclaimed original franchise with Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Trading in the motor yacht famed on Below Deck, this series is set on a luxury sailing yacht with a new crew and equally demanding charter deck charter guests looking to follow the wind as they cruise along the crystal clear blue waters of Kofu, Greece. Uh, what's the next part? When the sails are up, the, crew already's, the crew's already difficult job gets tougher as they must contend with maneuvering the sails in high winds and adapting to the steep tilt of the boat, all while troubleshooting the needs of the guests and the issues may arise. Constantly at the whim of the wind, it's a sailing lover's paradise, and getting there is part of the fun as they visit the colossal cliffs, explore the breathtaking sights, and the beaches in the sun-drenched Ionian Sea. The physicality of working on a sailing yacht (laughs) brings two challenges to these young, attractive, and adventurous yachties who are ready to work hard and play harder. Below deck, tensions between the crew are amplified by the conditions of working aboard a sailing yacht which has a sleeker design than their motor yacht counterparts. Mm. And with a smaller galley, almost non-existent <laughs> stew stations, and cramped living quarters. And while two yachties start a roller coaster <laughs> romance so intense, it might sink the yacht. Res- <laughs> Resident couple Paget and Ciara's existing relationship gets pushed new boundaries. That's your below-deck sailing yacht on Bravo. Jesus Holy Christ, Christ, that was a journey. Wow. Is that the end of the podcast? Like, all right, all right. It. Everyone all right. give Rob a round of applause there. Good job. Good job. Where are the yachts, though? This is sailing yachts. I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is what... What do we call it? It's like a slice of life kind of show. Like It's, it's, a, it's, it's around a business. It's a Vanderpump Yeah, it's show. Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules. I don't For know, sure. Was, I don't know if that was the first show to do this but it's like it is just here's how we're running this business you get some you know insight into what's going on yeah it's one of those and you just follow the people and their drama that work at this business which also they're all boning (laughs) yes what else happens to be this yacht which is bananas like these people there's like eight of them living in like three rooms (laughs) And the cap, and that includes the captain. Yep. So like, the captain yeah. and the main engineer just sharing a room together. So key difference yeah. from the previous uh, below deck shows: the captain is sharing a room on this one, and it is not a luxury room. No, it is just like a standard. He does have a double cabin. though. That's true. He has a double bed. Yeah, he's got. Which a he double. says has formed to his body, so he prefers yeah. that bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll briefly go what happens to this episode. The intro: all eight people and what they do. Then they like clean up this ship because it's been sitting in dry dock for nine months, or and you know they like then this guests come in and they do stuff. They get food, they eat. There's a lot of drama, and then the episode kind of ends. Somebody misses their wedding. Yeah, there's a yeah. <laughs> I, I would say medium drama. Yeah, I mean if there isn't for like honestly the show kind of moved like there was definitely like we weren't sitting and watching them clean for like an hour we were like oh you know 20 minutes but half most of that was just learning who they were Mm -hmm. and not like luxuriating in it and like the guests piece kind of moved too so it wasn't just like hmm these guests are just here and they're complaining all the time you know there's definitely like an episode one vibe of they're trying to set up a lot of Potential relationship drama yeah. coming down the mm-hmm. pipe that's not that's not really there yet. 
but they're the the signs are the signs are being set. Yeah, getting a lot of signals, a lot of indications of things to come. I can't imagine that they don't like set up these relationships when they actually try to film the show where they're picking the people to be on this like, yacht. There's no way they're not like oh, they want the most single people, most people that like most attractive single people on this boat for sure. You had Jenna with her her history of boyfriends. Like yeah. this is the person we need on this show. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So let's let's go through the people. Yeah. We we got Glenn. He's our captain of the ship. Captain Glenn. And he seems pretty nice. Like he seems pretty chill. Yeah. Like he's not like yelling at people. He just kind of like helps when he can and just make sure that sailboat sails. Very level headed guy. Yeah. Very very self proclaimed laid back kind of fellow. So very, James, very different from a Captain Sandy vibe. Oh, very <laughs> different. So James, I have a question for you. What do you have? How do you become the captain? Do you uh, like buy yeah. your own boat, or are you like oh, the? I see, I see. Are you the steward or whatever? Then you work your way up. Well, just, like, so I just, think there's two main routes here. One, you buy a boat and you can declare yourself the captain because <laughs> it's your boat. But the more realistic route is because these boats are many, many, mil- you know, millions of dollars. I don't really know the numbers, but many millions. These are super yachts. Uh, is you generally work your way up. And generally in these cases, uh, either as a deckhand, working their way up the line, uh, then typically either to a first mate, uh, and then into a captain slot. Okay. And, you know, it takes years in the industry. You're learning. Because as you go, like, you'll have opportunities as a deckhand to, like, maybe drive the boat or park the boat or, you know, dock it, et cetera. You kind of get experience over the years and then you kind of keep working your way up. All right. So in the movie, Captain Phillips, the bad guy takes over the boat and says, I'm the captain now. (laughs) Is that a valid way to become a captain? It's another way to do it. You can definitely commandeer a boat. It's called pirates. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So this, but this yacht was uh, 180 feet, right? Yeah. According to the quick answer on Google, a typical 180-foot Amel's yacht, unclear what Amel's yacht is, if it's something fancy, but anyway, uh, 35 to 40 million. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you can afford a, a 35 to 40 million dollar uh, yacht, you can probably afford to pay someone else to be the captain. Like, <laughs> I, you, you got this. I'm just, I'm just You don't want to be the captain. <laughs> but also, if you, if well, you can afford it, thing. why are you renting it out? Right? It's like, if I can afford it, it's like, I want to go on it when I want to go on it. But like, if you want to go on it three weeks a year, the rest of the time you just make some money off this investment. So that's it, just that's, smart. If it is three weeks a year, then yeah. I don't yeah. think you make a, you'd make enough money. So Ooh, like, I don't. I think I think these people are making some money. So I looked it up. They said that it costs one hundred ninety five thousand dollars a week to sail on this yacht. Yeah. Wait, wait. Cost one hundred ninety five thousand like to sail and run it, or to stay on it? No. Day? If you wanted to charter this boat okay, okay. for a week, it's a hundred. It's two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on a website for this too. Yeah, that's like definitely yeah. the cost. It Chris, just doesn't seem like you're going to get that many people to charter a two hundred thousand dollar boat. Chris, when are we doing it? I don't know. When you when you <laughs> when you pony up, I'll be there. People Anytime, doing, anywhere. People are doing it. I'll we'll go to Greece. You pay for the the yacht. I'll be there. Yeah, but we did see when we did uh, Below Deck last time, which, by the way, we did in June 2018 of season three of Who Put the Song. Ah. Hey. So, um, we did see that you got, it was about like half off. Yeah. To, to be on the TV show? Right? Yeah. 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 I, 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 I forget the exact, but I think it was like, it that, was, that boat was cheaper, but I think it was like 50000 for four days. It was significantly discounted. Yeah. But it's still like 50000 for four days. Yeah. Like, it's not like that's chump change. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can always just tell by the tips. You're like, whoa, man! <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when you're when you're leaving, like fifteen to twenty five grand is a tip. You're like, okay, shit, not cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. We anyway. So we get back to the other people on this boat. Speaking of the first hand, first mate, we got Paget, yep. which is the first mate on this. Not boat. the first mate, lead deckhand. Both. Did, did this one actually call him first mate? Yeah, so they, they they called him both. Like when they were going to intros on like the TV show, he was deckhand. But when he introduced himself to the guests, he was first mate. Interesting. I mean, I wrote first mate down, and I didn't make that up. Yeah, I I, I concur. The first mate was awarded to him at some point. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Whether so, it was consistent or not, I don't know. 
Like, right. there was definitely, we'll get to someone else who had a role change announcement during the show. So maybe he started as the deckhand, got upgraded to first mate during the show. And well, it wasn't so so we're, well, this is actually a thing that's different from the other shows mm. uh, that I learned in the, like, uh, I don't know if they're like the after hours or the follow up, like the show behind the scenes stuff. So I've seen a couple of these heads up. <laughs> the podcast I'm in, too, I'm in the show? Deep on the show. Uh, Some might say you're below deck. Right. I'm below the deck. But in that, they actually show the actual first mate on Mediterranean and the normal one. Mm -hmm. And the first mate is a whole other person that is never on an actual show um, doing like first mate stuff. They're driving the boat and like doing shit. But they're never in the actual show. It was nuts. Wow. So there's more crew that they don't put on these shows. Yeah. Right. Wow. That was that was like mind blowing when I saw this and like the uh, behind the scenes. That thing. is mind blowing because like it's already small quarters to begin with, and oh, like yeah. you're stuffing more people in like this thing. People, so now there's yeah. like at least another dude. I don't maybe more. But like I don't on, know, it's on unclear. this, is that part of the thing of the smaller boat this time that we actually there aren't more people than this? I one? think on this one there we are see not the engineer people. with someone's been called the first mate. Like maybe right. this yep. is the whole crew versus I on the think other one. This there's is more. the whole crew because like the other one they sort of hinted at there are other people like the engineer. Like you see them go fix stuff, but they're not like a mainline character or personality exactly this seems like this as it's it. presented right this is it Our, this is the yeah. full crew unlike the motored yacht ones where i think there are at least one or two engineers as well and the first mate which are not part of the show so big big question obviously there's a production crew making this right so you have a boom guy camera guy maybe even someone else do you think they stand a boat or that space is so Precious, they have actually have to get off the ship at a certain point. Drones. I think that they, <laughs> they're they staying on the boat, and the reason everyone is so cramped is because they're on the boat. Mm. Mm, interesting. So, like, there's a whole other room for the camera crew, like this crew, where, like, either you probably have this, so we'll get into it, but the, stu- the first steward and, like, the other guy that's sleeping with the captain probably would sleep in that room if it, like, normally. Or something like that. It's supposed, the other way to go is potentially like if they're getting a discount on renting the yacht, that maybe there's like another guest room mm. and that gets taken over by the camera crew and that they get to actually sleep in like a real guest room and sleep <laughs> better accommodations than the real You crew. think the chief would take that? You, you chief, know what? This sounds like a great, like, if you were the cameraman, you're just getting paid to be on this otherwise 200,000 bucks a week situation. Oh, yeah. It's it a way better deal than the deadliest catch camera crew. <laughs> 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 like, that's a rough That's a rough one. This sounds like a great... Was like, it? Like, I heard, like, way back in the day, I heard, like, people who were camera people for The Amazing Race were, like, mm-hmm. these documentary people. And they're, like, normally we're doing these, like, way more dangerous things than being a camera person in The Amazing Race is, like, almost like a vacation. You're just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're going on these... You know, charter plane. Well, not charter plane. But you're like getting these plane tickets, and you're just like riding in cabs. You're just following these people around. It was like super fun for them. Totally. Like Even though you're like you know running around with cameras as these people are running around doing things, it was like really fun. Speaking of the first mate, yes. In this show, he is in a relationship with what they called the deckhand Sierra, and Sierra. they've been him, her, and the captain have been working on the boat while it's been in dry dock. So they're <laughs> working on the boat. I'm gonna put some air quotes on that. Working. Yeah, I don't know. They've been living <laughs> on the boat. At least Sierra and a pageant. Yeah, have. It's unclear if the captain was or not. Yeah, no, he was. They said all three of them. Can, can I talk a bit more about this? Because there's yeah. more to it. Um, okay, so Sierra has lived on a boat since she was 15. Her parents decided we want to live on a boat, so they got a boat and they moved their family to the boat and they hired this guy named Paget to uh, teach them how to sail. And now she's sleeping with him and working with him for and four years. Yeah. Long time. One boat s- people. Well, yeah. And they said, so yeah, they met that way and then they started working together and then they're like, well, to save money. Let's start living together. And then they started living together and they're like, well, we could also just start dating. So then they're dating. Boom. When do you think the banging happened first? Was it when they were working together or when they were living together? Do you think Patrick was her first mate? <laughs> oh. I think it was when they started living together, but before they were quote unquote dating. Okay. Was she uh, an adult? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's unclear. It's very unclear. Some nebulous timelines going on here. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> why they weren't officially dating yet. Oh. Mm. Yeah. That, so I think I think that's what it is, Rob. That's the uh, deckhand situation. Uh, it's kind of... Well, it's, there's one more guy. Well, I mean... But he's... Yeah. The he's, relationship... He's, he's a bro, bro, right? He's the bro guy. Parker. American bro guy. Parker? You mean His Byron? personality is... He's oh, yeah. Pir- Parker, the Parker. deckhand. Parker is the other deckhand. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing we yeah. say about Parker right now. Not yeah. much to say yet. Uh, we got the chef. I got I got it. The chef is Adam. Is, Adam. Adam is back. Who we know. Yeah. From Below Deck Mediterranean. Yeah. We saw... They showed a clip of the episode we watched. Yeah. Where he, great. like, gave them the wrong dish or something. I don't remember the details. Because the preference sheet was wrong. Learn the lore, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the big change is Adam kept getting shitted on in uh, Mediterranean, and people seem to respect his uh, chef skills in this one. At least for now. Yeah, for now. Yep. We'll, you know, wait for the drama. Uh, we got three stews. We got the chief stew is Jenna from Ontario. Man, I'm so proud of you. Where exactly in Ontario is she from, Rob? Sault Ste. Marie. Sault Ste. Marie. How how is Sue spelt? S A U L T. That's it, some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Madison, who. Um, well, so on Jenna though, she yeah. is a self-proclaimed Navy Seal of stewardness. Yeah, she she's like I I'm not a bitch. I'm like lies, <laughs> <laughs> absolute lie. Like you gotta own it. Like I'm gonna be a bitch. Because I want this place to be like a clean. I want to get that extra grand in tips. So she like, she is all in. She is hardcore, brought up from the ranks, like just ready to get the town on this thing. Yeah. Everything is immaculate, and she's really looking for that one guy, that special guy, which I'm sure is going to come up in you know this drama-filled season on Bravo. It's so she, there was this montage of like photos of her with different guys. Like are these 20? all guys she met working on yachts? Yes. Oh, hundred percent. She said okay. all of them are yachties. All of them are yachties. Uh, okay. So it's like it shows at the bottom like twenty fifteen x number one picture, <laughs> twenty sixteen x number two picture. Repeat two more times. Yeah. Yeah, and their faces are dotted, blurred out, kind of like a cop show type of feel to it, which. Uh, Added just a, a little strange tinge to the season of Below Deck. So yeah. here's the question: Do you think that they couldn't find them to like get the permission, or do you think that things ended so horribly that they just didn't bother? Uh, I just Davy Jones' fun- locker took them. It's I'm, funny. This oh way. no! Yeah, well, like, I, I, I'm with Chris. I think it's just it's funnier to blur out all their faces for the show. <laughs> yeah, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's also just like why spend the time to call and send them a thing? Like, it just blur it. There's like six people. Yeah. Uh, we got the second stew. Yeah. Madison. Madison. Um, she describes herself as a energizer bunny. Uh, I personally think she has kind of a like Paris Hilton vibe going. What are the uh, two C's she requires? Uh, Candy and caffeine. And what's the third C, James? Five drunken tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's oh, talk about the drunken tattoos. <laughs> Wait, oh. what was the third C? People are going to be hanging on the edge, edge of the seat. There is no third C. It was made up. <laughs> James the said the third C was cocaine <laughs> during the episode. Like she was putting off a cocaine kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So she does have some other tidbits I mean, about when you say that you live off of caffeine and candy like it's a it's not that far <laughs> off to assume it's it, it's a wink wink <laughs> uh she has five drunken tattoos she loves getting drunken tattoos she got one of them with her ex apparently at the same time and one of them is meow written <laughs> in the inside of her mouth under her lip so like you'd put your lip out like this and there would be meow Written there, and she, then she, her great line, what was it, Max? I don't know. I don't even like cats. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to say, she seems like a party in a box. Oh, yeah. Like, one night, just like, like going out to like bar, bars with her, I think it would be great. Two, two nights, too much. So two nights are different. Imagine three months in a row. It's my favorite Fast and Furious movie. Two nights, too much. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the other four tattoos are, though? So all five of the drunk tattoos are in places that you can't visibly see. They all say meow. (laughs) (laughs) 
That'd yeah. be funny, but they definitely don't. <laughs> but that'd be funny. I, well, I, yeah. yeah, you'll have to let us know. I'll have when to you, see. I'll have, to, have to let you know. I, I do like the bottom inner lip tattoo. I, I, I've always been a fan of that. Are you, what are you getting on your bottom inner lip, Noah? I mean, yeah, I was pretty clever. A Facebook uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> the thumbs, the thumbs up. There's the thumbs up. Pulls his yeah. mouth down. It just has the thumbs up. Company branded. Um, and then you could do maybe try to like get the thumbs down out of no, it. No, what if you got the who put this on logo? No. On your, <laughs> you guys are all so off. He's gonna get a a dachshund tattoo. <laughs> 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 That's pretty, pretty good. Memorial. So, so Noah, you said you've always liked this location for a tattoo. So what yeah. is one that you've seen that you liked? Um, a lot of. Rappers have it too. Yeah. Like, so I'm a fan of tattoos that you can conceal easily. That is a very easily concealable tattoo. It's already concealed. Um, I also like tattoos that you can see for yourself easily, right? To like remind yourself of whatever reason you got the tattoo. And that's another one you just go in the mirror and you're like, pop, boom, cool. All right. Uh, So after Madison, we've got Georgia, the third steward. Uh, she's like a she's a self taught steward. Yeah. yeah, she grew up. I don't know what yacht or where she was a steward at, but she was the only one self taught. I'm not sure you spent. You're not spending two hundred thousand dollars to be on that boat. You're spending no. like five, five dollars. I don't know <laughs> the boat they're renting. You think? No, no the no, boat Georgia was a steward for oh. by herself as a no yeah. experience steward. Yeah. Like you're not spending any money on that boat. She's she's been working her way up the ranks. It's the Seattle to West Seattle ferry. Wouldn't you start out as a third steward to like? Wouldn't that be frequently be like? Oh, you've never been a steward before. You're the third, third or fourth steward. I think it's common for these shows, at least, is like the third stew may not have worked on like a super yacht, but that they have some sort of training either in housekeeping or um, hospitality of some sort or in restaurant service. Typically, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. they have like one of those skills. So then it's just like they have to learn some other stuff and then learn how to be on a boat. Yeah. But she didn't have any yet. Self-taught. From uh, well, I mean, she has experience. Just like right. Working on not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like big time. Not an actual experience. Uh, yeah. The other thing interesting about her is so she's from South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but has an interesting accent that is not South African. Uh, heavy British British accent that she got for a fake British accent from her mom who studied in the UK uh, and then returning thought it would be interesting to give her kids fake British accents well I don't think she intentionally did it's just like no, no she definitely intentionally did it yeah oh that's how it was described I I, I just like well her mom spoke like that and, well you're growing up around your mom so no yeah she that's why I assume mom too. thought it would be interesting to like give her kids British accent. Wow, that's pretty cruel. <laughs> so I don't know if it's cruel, but it's definitely interesting. So like, if you have this accent and you move to actual Britain, would you eventually get a real British accent? Like, or is it just like forever and ever you have this like weird accent? If you were there long enough, it depends how long you were there. I I have a data point on this. Okay, I have a cousin who. Lived in Maine until she was six. Emmy? Moved to Britain. No, not her. Eh. Talks like a complete Brit now. Yeah. I don't know if that would happen well, later in life. Yeah. I mean, definitely different if you're a kid. For sure. But if you move as like a 21-year-old. Actually, her mom also has like not a full British accent, but like sort of this weird straddling American British thing. Yeah. I think if you have a close to British accent... And then you're immersed in real British accents. It's more likely to evolve into that than if you have an American accent and you go live in London for years and to have that transition. What if you what if you try accents Americanized at all, or is it hundred percent, hundred percent? Yes. Can you say hundred again? Hundred. Oh yeah, that sounds very American. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Uh, What is what is like a word that most explicitly showcases that i used to get i used to get the very stereotypical if you say something like the word about that there's okay. the weird canadian yeah. thing to that and about. i don't get that anymore huh. Huh. uh so the last person on the crew that we meet is byron he's the chief engineer this is exciting for me because on the other shows the chief engineer is not a character this guy he seems cool he shows up in like 
a cool uh, white sport jacket or something. They're like, yeah. this guy, uh, uh, you know, he gets on board and they sort of know him for some reason. And they're like, wait, you're not a guest. You're sure you're dressed like one, though. Mm-hmm. Well, Shit's no, going to go down. It is. Uh, they knew him because he worked on the yacht previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like five years or oh, five yeah. years before yeah. or something. He has yeah. a wife and a one-year-old. Zafira. Zafira, yeah. Which is kind of interesting to move, like, to be on this yacht life and have, like, a family. It's just like, you're mo- you're also, gone for a long time. But also, like, it's only, like, three months a year or something for the season, I think. For a prime season, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can make an annual salary in three months, then definitely. Yeah. But who knows if that's enough. People do it. You, you can look at both of these. You can look at it one way of like, oh, man, you're going to be away from your one-year-old for a period of months. But mm-hmm. it was like, I need to make some money to support this one-year-old. And let me, what can I do to quickly earn some more money? And this is a good way to do it. So. And so the I think the most interesting thing about this guy is that as people are coming in, like, he's the first one you see the sleeping quarters of. So, like, this is when you see the captain has, like, this, you know, double bed. And then you find out Byron is sleeping in a bunk bed above the captain in a single. And it's very awkward, I feel, for the captain to sleep with somebody. It seems kind of awkward for them. And they're, like, laughing it off. But it's still pretty awkward. I mean, it feels like the part of this show is, you know, people are sleeping with other people, but not. This is not the the way we think it's going to go down. We're just like yeah. you're share, you're moving in a bunk above the captain. Yeah, they, they did have a lot of interior room shots, though. Tell me more about the interior room shots. Now. Yeah, so who knows? I, I think this speaks to the number of cameramen. Maybe they have them bored. Um, they do cut scenes of people putting their shirts on very frequently. Um, first focusing on all the women. So you, you get a little bra shot, and then you see them put their shirt on. And then finally, uh, they get to a man doing this as well, just to pretend they're trying to balance it out. But, you know, Bravo's trying to spice it up. And I, it's I'm not, not sure those are cameramen. I think they might have some fixed cameras in some certain spots to, mm. to, to capture some of this stuff. They get these shots constantly, and it's the thing they always show of just them getting dressed. <laughs> just like part of it, like I don't know why. It is. I think it's just like part of the show of like, hey, we've got all these attractive people on this boat. We're gonna show them putting a shirt on, and uh, for some reason, that's part of the show. So like all of the blow decks, James. Have oh yeah. These shots. This okay. is a very so. This is a standard protocol. Do you know if it's a Bravo thing or is it just a blow deck thing? This is the only show I've seen on Bravo. <laughs> so what, what other Bravo shows have we done? Oh, that's a good question. What other Bravo shows have we I mean, done? Vanderpump. Is that the Jay Cutler one? <laughs> no, that's no. very. Cavalier. That's a der- derivative, so that's on Bravo too, I believe. I'm very certain. Right, there's, there's some Bravo shows. I don't yeah. think there was any of this on Bravo. Yeah, shows. it's it's like I could see it being like their thing, but it's mm. definitely like a quick, you know, bra shot as they put their it's shirt a, on. It's a quick. It's a transitional moment, is all it is. But you know, it's kind of wild. So the editors are cutting from naked to not naked. And they getting the bra shot on. Like one thing we never talked about is how the editors see all these people, all these people butt naked all the time when they're e- editing. Sure, uh, you know that getting on the show. Yeah, I mean you yeah. sign a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I just never really thought of like how frequently the editor has got to be staring at these people fully naked. All I these mean, shows. they could get every be... one of these shows. Yeah, making it afraid at the whole show. <laughs> Dating naked. And you just got to place the blurry bar over the parts, man. <laughs> you want to be a cameraman? Is that what we're getting at? Just like no, no. The I think he wants to be the cameraman. I think he wants to be the blur technician. <laughs> the blur technician. <laughs> you think he's, that's your title? He, he pauses. He's like, I ah, need a little blur on that one. <laughs> I mean, so the the rest of the sleeping. So we've got two guys. The other two guys are sleeping together. Uh, Adam, the cook, Adam, right? Chef Adam and Parker. And Parker. Parker, that's right. And then all three stewards are sleeping together, which this, this is nice. the first. That does not sound good. Yeah. Are there three beds or two of them sharing? No. There's three beds. I think there's three beds. Three beds. Okay. There's like one bunk bed and one side bed. Got it. And then the couple are staying together. Paget and Ciara. Yeah. So theoretically, we think there's five bedrooms or four bedrooms. Five bedrooms. Because you got a captain... You got the chief engineer, the other guy. You got the Four. steward's cabin, and then you got the couple. But then you've got the camera crew. I think there's only two camera people. 
Yeah, but they have and to have a, a room. I think there's a sound guy and a camera dude, and yeah. they have to yeah. fix cameras, and they're in like one bunk room. Like one yeah, that's, right. that's what th- I'm there's saying. There's a room for the cam for the camera. Crew. That's the fifth room. Okay. That's yeah. the fifth room. Sure. And then how many? There's how many guests? Six guests have? are in this boat. So it's a maximum of six. So far this season, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like a six guest like trip thing. So I wouldn't be that's a, like I wouldn't be sure that the boat is designed to have four guest rooms and they've commandeered a guest room for the camera crew. And so there's only three and that's why it's max six guests. Yeah, I feel like But I why would they do the yacht tour? I think there's like one master and two guest rooms. Um but they they never show the other one, but it, it's right. I, yeah, I don't know if the cameraman's a guest room or a bunk room. I assume it's just a crew room cuz why, Why wouldn't not? the captain commandeer that room and give instead of giving it to the cameraman, Mike? Because you gotta you gotta keep it real life. Well, I think the cameraman to the yacht experience. No, they are. But if right. they if they were taking a guest room, yeah, I just don't think they are. I don't is, think they are because like that's another reason I think like the captain would get it, not the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, this is the minutia we love. On should we talk about the production schedule? <laughs> the production schedule. <laughs> I know there's a lot of production schedule stuff to talk about. We can talk about. Uh, so now, after you know, apparently the boat's like in disarray. They keep showing the same shots of these stupid pillows. I'm like, yeah. like they move the pillows. Like you keep showing to me. Stop it. Yeah, that was a really poor plot line to include in episode one. Yeah, and like Jen is not happy though. <laughs> no. All of. All the shots are just them shoving shit ran into random places because they don't have a place. I don't know. I don't know where you find all that stuff at the end of the day. I don't know. It seems haphazard. It, it seemed like part of that was like they were, uh, especially for this one being a you know the sailing whole thing was like they're trying to make this point of like spaces of a premium on a sailboat. Like everything's smaller. It's hard. Like that was kind of the point they seemed to be driving. And it's kind of like as a viewer, I feel like you get it. Like it's it's fine. Like it's not that interesting. Like okay, cool. It's a smaller boat. We got it. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like, like the payoff wasn't great for like the amount of effort they put into it. Uh, agree. Like there's a few times where like you're not sure if they are putting the things into random places. Like there's a and there's just more couple times where they could have been more technical on explaining what they're trying to do. Like when they're getting the sails up and like when it came unhinged from the donkey dick, it was like, okay, like explain more of that. And they didn't go into it. Well, you're going to have to explain, but you guys have thrown this. Well, no, we're not there yet. No, no, you, we, go for it. We we got to go. We're not even there. We didn't even know the peaceful, the people yet. James, what is it? I don't know what it is. (laughs) The donkey dick? You're the, you're the sailing expert. Well, like, all I know is what they said on the show, which was not very much. I can explain. But this. they're sailing, and I'll let Max do the technical. But there's basically this like long beam, and it's like a long shaft that is big. And apparently, they call it the donkey is the layman's term, uh, also known as the donkey dick. That's all I know. Max, do you have a better explanation? That's the gist of it. Uh, the <laughs> long thing he's talking about is like the mainsail. Um, or it's like the mast, right? Isn't it just the mast? Like, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, it's it's the mast for the mainsail. There's three sails on this ship. Oh, uh, uh, so the in, the thing being the donkey deck would be the biggest deck. Yes. So this would be the biggest mast. Correct. Okay. Expl- explained. So we've got their first person that's chartering the boat. Uh, what was his name, Noah? His Guy. name is Alan. Adam Ward. Mm. Um. He was a senior engineer, unclear exactly his level, but uh, from 2002, accordingly, to LinkedIn is still present. Uh, but it seems like he probably got a lot of stock um, before Apple had its big rise, and then oh, he was man. able to cash in. That dude's going to be rich as fuck. I mean, he yeah. just chartered this yacht. No, no, that's what I mean, right? So if he joined in 2002, when Apple stock was still low, he probably got a healthy grant, and then it just appreciated so much that he can now uh, take out this yacht. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, so he comes with his wife, two daughters, and he's supposed to come with a Another couple that is supposed to just got married, but they were late. They were they weren't there, so there's some drama there. They eventually come on a it's water taxi. Confusing. Yeah, they were supposed to get in the day before married in Las Vegas, <laughs> and then I guess somehow fly to Greece where this boat is. It's unclear if they were they were supposed to get married, and then apparently These guys get on and they, they didn't go to Vegas. They are drunk as shit. They missed <laughs> the wedding. There was something to do with a president 
We don't know of what, of any kind of anything beyond that. And what's only thing is clear is they have not gotten married. No, and they are th- both drunk. Yeah. They're, two things are clear. They have not gotten married, and they're real drunk. <laughs> right. Because mm. that's all he can talk about is how drunk he is. <laughs> Where's the tequila? So, like, these guys come in at a bur- like, near the very end of the episode, they come in, like, some sort of water taxi. Unclear. So, like, from yeah. where they are, how close to the shore they are, can't be too far. No, but we got to talk about, you're spending this type of money for this vacation, and you show up late. Like, I want to know who this guy is. Who's doing that? Well, I paid $20 for a movie. I'm not showing up late. So there's the thing. Well, he did, wasn't paying for it. Did Guy spend any money, or was Adam, you know, mm. paying Guy's way so Guy doesn't mind showing a plate? It's not his money anyway. That's even a bigger dick. Like, <laughs> oh, man. This guy seems like a dick. He does. He Some does. kind of donkey situation? <laughs> this guy seems awful. Yeah. I mean, so it's so yeah. helpful that his name is Guy. Yeah. He, well, he had, he had like the little like Look at this front fu- mohawk thing. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, terrible looking guy. Uh, yeah. So the guests come on. There's like not that much drama. Zero drama. For like from them at all. Like they want to go in the hot tub, but the hot tub's not hot yet because they didn't turn it on. Oh my God, the drama. Well, there's was, there was a good drama of they had to call in the engineer to check it. He's like, yeah, you, the thing that says heater, you got to put that in the on position. <laughs> it, it was very like IT guys like response. You know, did you turn the heater button on? Yeah. Earning that paycheck. <laughs> I mean, the hot tub on this thing, yeah. that looks really cool. It's in a really it's a good... big hot tub, It's too. a big hot tub, and it's a great position on the boat. That's Ideally, you know, you got the Jacksonville hot tub, and you got, like, this hot tub. Those are good locations for hot tubs. I feel like you got, like, a 270-degree, like, view from that hot tub, like, almost yeah. in every direction. It's great. Yeah. Sure. Super cool. Once they turn that heater on, it's going to be real great. <laughs> And, and like <laughs> Jenna going and explaining the situation to them, being like, there's a problem with the hot tub, but we're on it. And it's like, if you didn't turn it on, that's the problem. I mean, they're on it. It's on. They're on it. So it's working. Uh, there's also some drama on like dinner. They were having steaks, but there were no steak knives. Well, they said there were no steak knives, so we clearly saw some steak knives. <laughs> the crew steak knives. The crew apparently has to bring their own cutlery, it seems. No, 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 no. Like, this is just, like, the, the crew uses different silverware and plating from, like, the guests. They're not using the good stuff. They're using the crap in the back. Yeah. Uh, that's what the difference is. So they're just using the crew So the, the crap in the back has steak knives, right. but the good stuff has no <laughs> like, steak knives. They don't knives. have the good steak knives for the guests. So they're using the shitty crew steak knives as a replacement. So James, as as the as our below deck expert, what happened to the good steak knives? I mean, I'm I don't very really know, curious. but like what all it seemed is like they were remodeling this boat for nine months when it was out of service. It just seems like they just didn't order. Who were they steak doing knives. for nine months? <laughs> I mean, they were well, like if the the three people like Pageant and uh, what's their face Sierra. Sierra and Glenn, Captain Glenn, like they're probably just using the crew steak knives. They just didn't realize because the boat there was shit. So. Or was it somebody like the last crew stole the good steak knives? Like, it's not like. I, I bet it's just like they bought some stuff, they forgot, or they're misplaced, or like whatever. But again, like, that kind of stuff is going to be the chief stew responsibility, which, you know, they didn't really have. Until Did Ciara the pawn these steak knives? That's what I really wanted. <laughs> There's no further information to go on, at least yet, that's been released. Can we go to the Twitters and ask her what she did with the steak knives? She's on Twitter. Tweet it. No, uh, I mean, all these people that. are trying to be social media influencers for sure. I mean, there is a storyline here we, we should talk about is how asleep at the wheel Paget and Ciara were for nine months on this boat. Mm-hmm. Were they? they? They were remodeling it. They forgot steak knives. They, like, you're going to forget shit. Like, I don't know. And they, it was messy. But okay. it's unclear how messy it really was because right. they definitely tried to to like make it seem worse. How is Paget on this boat for nine months? Doesn't know how the hot tub works. Day one, you're like, let me let me get this hot tub going. Well, that's a great question. I don't know how they're not using that hot tub for nine months. Maybe but they weren't allowed to use that. About the steak knife thing. Yeah. This is clearly Jenna's fault. Oh, she is the chief stew, the head of the department, the head of the interior. She should know what kind of silver is on that boat before the charter starts. But like, so. 
is the Chiefs do really rolling in 24 hours before the charter starts? Right, and, like and getting I don't know. Things going? I don't know like how this that, works. that was how it was presented to us. That's definitely always how it's presented on these shows. Tell me the production <laughs> schedule, James. What what, what <laughs> do we got going on here? I mean, that's definitely the way that they show it, which is like they roll in the day before and like, "All right, we're starting the season tomorrow. Let's pull like nearly an all-nighter and get this boat ready." <laughs> You're like, "What?" <laughs> Uh yeah, there you go. I mean, they're not usually at least on the other shows like episode one. They're not getting the boat ready. That mm. seemed to be a new thing for this uh, particular sailing thing. I see. But Brian, do you have any minutia? Anything you want to talk about? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Real quiet over there. No, everybody's been covering it. It's I crazy. know. I'm just trying to <laughs> see if you got any extra insight. Brian's doing Brian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know. Uh yeah. I mean. These people, this like kind of show is kind of messy. There's a lot of fake drama in this episode, I feel. There's not like any drama. I, f- really. I feel like the drama is just about the boat and getting it ready and blah, 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 which is, in comparison, not the most exciting drama. Even in comparison that- to most shows we watch, there's not that much fake drama. No. I think they, they extended their drama that they had sure. and made things a bigger deal than they really were. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, even that, like... Yeah, they're just going to have drama later. Like, oh, the boat's a mess. Cool. Like, you were able to clean it up in 24 hours. Like, I, I couldn't clean up my place in 24 hours. Like, if it was that big of a disaster, uh, how they presented it anyway. Yeah. I mean, the only real places I got were a disaster was that main, like, area with, like, the pillows and stuff that were going outside. That's the only So that's, area. like, that's, like, not, like, cluttered at all because that's where they're supposed to be. And then there was, like, linen stuff. And yeah. they were just making the bets. They had to like, put the linens away. Like, <laughs> yeah, put like, the linens away. I don't understand. I don't know what they were doing. They were also deep fuzzballing it. Like, those like, little fuzzies that get on it. Pills. <laughs> Pills. That's what. Uh, so one last thing I need to bring. My last minutia is a very negative for the show. Mm. Is that before every commercial break, there's a coming up next. Oh, yeah. If there's anything worse, like... The only thing worse than like after commercial break, you just saw this, is a before commercial break teeing up drama for the next, like coming up. Like, no. Chris, I don't want that at all. 22 episodes of a show that does exactly that. I don't remember them doing that too much. It's awful. I also wasn't really paying that much attention while while I was watching that. But like, it is the worst. I can't, like, it's really just to keep you in there. Like, but I'm if, watching it on demand. Like, if I was watching this on no, TV, sure. Here's the thing. It doesn't have that much content. So then it's just like, we need to keep you hooked somehow. So it turns a 42-minute show into, like, a 39-minute show because there's at least three and a half minutes of, like, bullshit recaps and... About next, about uh, next, yeah. Okay, James, does this happen, like, every episode, like, in the future? Yeah, you just have to mute it and fast oh. forward. It's the worst. Damn. But if you skip it, it's fine. <laughs> Okay. Okay. But if you skip it, <laughs> you gotta skip it. They, I, I just, mean, as somebody that has watched episodes of the show, every time I skip it or mute it, so no, it's no, because like it just ruins like when something actually happens. It's like, well, I already knew that was gonna happen, so it's just stupid. And I hate this about any show that does it. Uh, but it's just like for some reason, people keep doing these shows like this. So does Bravo like have a streaming service? That doesn't have commercials on it? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, uh, even like with Hulu without commercials, you still have commercials on this one. Well, there is. It's only on live Hulu. Yeah, no, which I have, but I'm saying yeah, you yeah, still yeah, can't yeah, skip yeah, the commercials. Yeah, yeah. This is mm. one of those shows. It's one of those shows, Rob. One is, of those shows. Is Bravo part of the NBC universe? Is it going to be on the new NBC streaming service? Peacock. Peacock. Probably. Like, this would be so glorious without any commercials. Like, it's just like, coming up. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it should be on Peacock. That would be weird if it wasn't. This show also had something we've been talking about a lot this month of the before the episode, this season on preview. Most shows do that, I feel. Well, a month ago, we were like, no shows do this. And now we're all the like, new thing. Every show does this. I think that this might be a YouTube pro- issue. Mm. This YouTube shows the first five seconds or like 15 seconds of a commercial. Yeah. And this could be like, who knows, they upload episode one and they're like, put it as an ad. Who cares if they watch 60 minutes of it or whatever, as long as, but they only really care if you watch the first five seconds, which would be the, it the might season be. on. Because it, it's definitely 
it appears on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this show did the unprecedented this season on at the start of the episode and another this season on at the end of the episode. And I thought that this season on the end of the episode Looked was great. real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the so this this show had a little bit of the like the episode one you were talking we were talking a little bit earlier, but like there was kind of drama but not really. And I think it's like it's trying to set the scene, but like I think it's gonna ramp up as the season goes on. And James, does that does that fit with the below deck uh, recipe? We're, I'm four episodes in now, and that's 100% <laughs> what's happened. F- it's definitely like it's the palette setter. It gets you the context. You know who everybody is. Kind of understand enough of the backstory to give a shit, but like not so much that you're like, oh, my God, please shut up and get on with it. Uh, but they're really setting the stage and teeing a lot of stuff up. It's really interesting watching this episode again. Also, this time more closely having some context of the this season on. Uh, really some, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> So I, I can confirm that uh, Bravo is on Peacock, and actually um, they promote Bravo in its own category on Peacock called Unscripted. Oh, wait—is Peacock a real thing yet? It's not out yet, but they have a promotional website, and ah. it goes over nine categories of entertainment they have. Oh, okay. and Unscripted is one, which is primarily their like euphemism for Bravo reality and <laughs> just reality TV. Yeah, I have a—I want to get back to reality TV, but. Uh, anyone get ratings? Anyone ready for ratings? I won Minutia. Okay. There is this one thing they show at the end of the episode, Stinger, where oh, this yeah. guy says, do you think it's funny that I still get breastfed by my mom? This dude's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody off screen just replies, kinda. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's real. That's a real... Out of there, Stinger. We were like, whoa. <laughs> and then that's what? like literally the end. Black. So, so James, four episodes in. Has that scene happened yet? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to be curious where the context and what's going on with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if There it's was not... a lot of good Stingers in the end where I'm like, having seen some of this drama yeah. start to build, where I'm like, oh, that's going to that's gonna really get to something. Yeah. What if the, the whole season that just never gets revisited, they just threw it into this season? <laughs> <laughs> it might happen. Was that Parker? It seems like it could have been. I think it was it the Parker I, or Pageant, I think, right? I think Parker was the guy who said it. I don't know who's the guy who said the kinda. I think that might have been Pageant. That right? must be Pageant, because right. they're the dick people. Right. And with Ciara, and it definitely wasn't Ciara. So. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, I'll start us off. Uh, I think it's middle third. It has potential, I think, but the next time on, the commercial, like, it's just, it's too much. I. I don't particularly care that much about these people, but it's hard to do that in one episode. So uh, overall, it was fine. I, you know, I, again, it has potential. Noah, what do you got for me? Uh, bottom of the top. Uh, the show was really enjoyable to watch. Similar to The Last Below Deck. I think just like a really fun show. Um, the reason why it's not higher is for like the too deep of a cut into the drama and foreshadowing to come. Uh, Max, what do you got? Top third, middle at the top. I liked it. I like sailing. It worked for me. Brian, what do you got? I'll be honest. I really hesitate giving a rating right now because like we watched like the pilot and they're just like, I know below deck. I don't think that there was like enough to sell it like for the season, except for like the before after. Um, I will put it like top of the middle, but like only because I know like there's gonna be more that's happening. Rob, what do you got? So I'm a little torn again. I I feel like based on what I saw, there's only middle third stuff, but I have a lot of faith that this is gonna get better. And so part of me wants to put in the top that like I think this is a show that's gonna build and give us. So I'm. I feel I have no, no. I'm going to put it in the top, but like it's it's sort of on the edge. Sure. But it it's somewhat on the leap of faith that it that the, the drama top. is going to build. Yeah. James, what do you got? There you have it. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to put this in the middle of the top. Uh, Great choice. I will be honest. Uh, even being a fan of both of the other versions of Below Deck, I did not expect to enjoy this one. I was actually like pretty pessimistic coming in. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. It's sailing, like, I don't know, it just seems different, like, I, it, like it, it was just a, Noah's giving me a weird face, but... Yeah, well, I'm, was, I'm just so confused why sailing is going to make it different, or, like, why you thought it would be so different. Like, I was just really confused of, like, if you're spending all this money, why would you want to be on, like, a sailboat? 
And like it just seemed like you'd be more cramped and like all these concerns, right? Uh, and so I was just really confused of like, why would you be on like, how luxurious could like a sailboat be and all that? But then having seen it, I'm like, oh, this is actually much more interesting than I really anticipated. Um, the sailing was much more like cool. And, I, and like, and they do more of that in coming episodes. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean with that, I basically watched it. And I'm like, this is actually much better. I was like surprised. Uh, and then to Rob's point, it continues to build. Um, so it's four episodes in now. I've watched every episode. Uh, can't wait for the next one to come out. Uh, definitely going to be watching all of the season. Um, I think what also helped me get into this one quicker in terms of the caring of the people was having one person that I already knew. So having yeah. Chef Adam on here kind of helps like have somebody you're familiar with and then see how they interact with these new people. Yeah, so that was I, fun. I think any show we watch, when there's a sort of a crossover element, it helps. For sure. The Johnny uh, Bananas of Below Deck. Right. Yeah. And I think just in, in all, like, I just agree kind of a lot with what you were saying. No, it's just a fun show. Like, it's a show that, like, you can be in whatever mood, but, like, it's a pretty positive vibe show. It's pretty fun. Uh, so, yeah. For, for those reasons, it's, uh, it's really in the top for me. Great. James, I have a question for you. Yo. So, you're on the Below Deck train. You're watching mm-hmm. all three. Oh, yeah. Do they overlap at all? Or is it just like when one ends, the next one starts? And when that one ends, the next one starts? There has not been any overlap. Um, and I would say it's, you know, it's probably like one ends and then there's like a, a, a brief period of time in between. Then like there's a little bit of hype for the next one and then it starts. Okay. For the record, it's there's like no irritating. below deck train. Yeah. yeah it's okay. a below deck. There's only yachts. Yeah. Yes. But there could <laughs> be a below deck trains. It's a zoo show idea. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, who put train. this on? Producer hats. There you go. Hey. Uh, Be- below deck on the Orient Express. Oh, I, I do have some minor, above rail. I have some minor updates. Ooh. So I wanted to get back to this reality show. So like, I'm listening to this podcast called who put this on slash Filmcast. Okay, and they brought up a good definition between or a good. Theorizing oh, on no. what uh, a <laughs> documentary versus reality show is. Oh. <laughs> nah, Something very near and dear to Chris's yeah, heart. Yeah, very near and dear to, uh, you know, we've talked about this many times. But their theory slash definition is in a documentary, people don't get paid. Where in a reality show, people get paid. Interesting. Hmm. So, hmm. I don't know. That, that brings in a couple things I think you would say are documentaries that we should do obviously reality show. I feel like it's not a like it could be a hard it's not a hard line <laughs> he's but already just, walking it back <laughs> oh yeah I'm definitely walking it back because I'm not sure I agree fully like I don't necessarily agree with that statement I'm pretty sure but, they paid the Firefest people for the Firefest documentaries yeah that's why they also Is that said a reality it was, show Chris yeah. Then fuck off. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> this that's why I said it wasn't just me that brought up the deck the definition. It was just a different podcast. It, it is definitely a better dimension that, than I think what we've discussed. Like sometimes when we watch like a show that seems more of a documentary, what quote unquote docu series as Netflix will put it, like Da-doom. is like what was the What's the fish, uh, the crab boating show? Deadly Sketch. Yeah. Is that a, like, I'm assuming they're getting paid to be on that reality show. So that makes a reality show versus a documentary. Well, they get paid to be on the boat and they get a cut of the profit. But do they get paid to be actually on the show? That's a good question. Like, are they getting a per app? People, like, even the show we just watched are also getting paid to be on the show. They're definitely getting paid. Yeah, I'm assuming they're they're making tip. Both of these shows are getting, they're getting a per episode. Yeah, God. probably. That, that seems reasonable. They're getting something. I, I don't know how much, but they're getting something. Uh, maybe, maybe it's also good to like look at if are there any reality shows that we don't think people are getting paid. Like it's unclear if the Deadly Sketch if they're getting paid or not. Okay, so, so you mean uh, specifically getting paid by the, like the show or the yeah, producers? The show. No one's getting paid on Feed Famous. <laughs> that was actually what I was thinking about. It was like, there's no one getting paid for these YouTube reality like, stuff. Wait, that was BuzzFeed, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Buzzfeed. They're getting paid. No. No, they're, yeah. they're trying to just get the social media influencer credit. Yeah. I, I doubt any of the competition shows you get paid on, unless you win. No. No, they're definitely getting paid. You get paid. a per episode. You do? All the people yeah. in the challenge get paid. You get episode. a per diem. But like on 
Lego Masters, um, the uh, yeah. Ron, Ron Swanson show. Because yeah, you want to you want to incentivize people to be on the show. So the more they're on the show, the more they get paid. They don't get a lot. They'll get like a couple thousand per episode. No, what? Yeah, to be they, a contestant. Yeah. The grand prizes are like twenty thousand. Like, yeah, well, that's I don't why think it's, it's only a couple thousand. I bet well, it depends on the like, show. Yeah, it depends on the show. It's probably like a hundred. Like Forge and Fire, you think those guys are getting paid just for being on the show? Yeah, yeah. They're only on one episode. Of course, they're getting paid. I don't know. Forge and Fire, people are getting paid if you don't win. There are. They're probably getting, this is our favorite topic to discuss, guys. So Speak we for no yourself. On. <laughs> they're they're probably getting at least a flight there. That's Ray- it. Oh, we did rate it. But does that count? So does getting a free room and board transportation count as being paid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is then. it taxable? Yes. Well, is it, in yeah. a documentary, you're not paying people to live in like at a hotel. Like that's the that's the whole originator of this discussion. You wouldn't pay people like uh, if you're filming a documentary to like stay in this hotel if you could go and talk to them. I think right, you're exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's this is like very blurry lines. I feel yeah. like it, their argument falls apart pretty quickly, but I don't know what. I'm watching you, Max. I whispered to Brian, I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that on the pod. I just don't care. Uh, so, sidestepping that, talking about some sort of shore, some sort of Florabama shore. Oh, yeah. Big time. Are you up to date, James? The finale has happened. Yeah. Series or season? Season finale. Okay. Honestly, I hope it's series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Chris is out. It sounds. I'm like. out. I'm the drama Chris of the season was it. so bad. They weren't even having fun. Like it was terrible. I thought it was great. I didn't like it at Would all. Would you watch a Florabama Shore family vacation situation <laughs> in 30 years? Maybe. Yeah. What's the family vacation equivalent? Is they just they go on vacation or they go visit their family? Yeah. No, it's 10 years from now. They meet up again. Oh, that's 100% going to happen. Yeah. Also, they've already done the destination vacation and the let's take a vacation to one of our parents' houses. I mean, I think Jersey Shore great. did all that, too. Right. And then they did family it's vacation years later. It's just the same show with different people. And at this point, I'm just in on the people. So you're going to have to keep watching it. Uh, yeah. Can't believe uh, you're pulling out. I don't. Crazy. I don't. Yeah. I did not enjoy the season. So I just want to see people on the beach having fun, getting drunk. And they didn't do that this season. There, there was, was some real shit this season, man. Yeah, and I know he was just MIA. Are they still peeing all over the place, or is that, that stuff? Oh, there was a crazy pee episode. It <laughs> <Yeah>. was bonkers. <laughs> is that just a staple episode for every season from now on? No, this one was. Oh man, this one was so gross. Like Nilsa was so drunk one night. She's in this cab, and she's like, "Okay, give me a barf bag." And she pees in this barf bag and like fills oh. it up. And ties no. it, and then her other friend. Oh crap! What's the the one girl's the uh, uh, shit? Courtney? No, no. The one. Maddie? Not Candace. Not Maddie. I don't know. Uh, Amy. Oh. Amy. So like Nilsa and Amy are buds, and Amy's just holding Nilsa's pee bag on the drive home, and Jeremiah's sitting in the back, just about to throw up because it's so gross. Oh god! <laughs> and they're like flotting it around. It's That's just... the only pee story, and Courtney. He's not on the wasn't on the show this season really. No, she was like, in one some episode. Crazy shit went down and like she like had a whole breakdown and things and like she actually like left the show and like like she actually got like real real for a second mm. uh, and she like revealed some stuff. And they actually did at the end of that episode they like cut to like a forward in time like current day situation and did an update uh, and like a like a one on one interview kind of situation and it was yeah it was a thing. She's uh, she's been through some stuff. Not, right. not fun times. So no pee situations from Courtney because she wasn't there. Uh, uh, Courtney peeing situation. She wasn't I there. Happened. No, I mean she was on a few episodes. Yeah, but uh, Can I give a thirty-second update on something I've been watching. Sure. I've been watching. I'm on episode eighteen of twenty-two of Ninety Day Fiance the other way. Um, we talked about on our pod that each of these situations was truly an awful garbage fire in its own special way. Uh, 18 episodes later, it's only gotten worse. Uh, one person, one person moved to a country to be with another person. The other person who lives in this country is already married and so, didn't tell the other person. Whoa, man. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you're right. It only gets worse, but it, it could only ever get worse. Cause in the first episode, they're in the United States. And then the second episode, they're in these third world countries. Yeah, South Korea is not a third world no, country. No, I'm but like, you know what I mean? They're in 
They're in situations that they're not comfortable with languages. They could have plumbing or not have plumbing, depending on who you are. Sure, but it could be like fun and interesting, but it's just awful. Yeah, I mean, somebody is moving to Delhi, which is like a fine city in most regards. So yeah. Like, um, anyone else have any other updates they want to? So I listened to last week's uh, "Love Is Blind" pod oh. that I was I was not on and uh, didn't realize you need me for all the Nick Lachey details that were going on. Okay, Can, give, it, you give know, it to us. Nick Lachey is a reality TV pioneer and one of the OG. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like royalty. Yeah, one of the most famous uh, original reality show things. Jessica Simpson not knowing that Chicken of the Sea is not oh, chicken. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? And Harrison Asian was like, yeah, he was on a reality show, I guess, with his wife, who he's on this show. I was like, no, that was a different wife. What are you guys doing? We have no idea. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, Nick Lachey, someone, I guess, sometimes a potential mass singer. Uh, possibility. Possibility. Mm, Wait. Candy. So what show was he on? Newlyweds. Newlyweds. Him Jessica and Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Do we have to watch Newlyweds? Oh. We really do. So who's do. this new wife? I don't know. Not yeah. as famous as Jessica Simpson. We're unclear. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, like, not the point. Not famous at all. When you really. get into the Nick Lachey minutiae, you got to go back to Newly Woods and Jessica Simpson and Chicken of the Sea. So I do have a minor update on Love is Blind. Is I'm, I'm caught up to episode nine, and Nick Lachey and whatever her name is come back. Oh. For the first time ever. Wow. In one of these shows, they come back. When they're in the honeymoon phase. Not a LeBron James situation. After not a, <laughs> a little bit better than LeBron James. But not much. They're like there for brief intros again. Where is the honeymoon happening? Uh, somewhere. Tropical island? Some tropical place, yeah. That was my assumption. Yeah. It was, overall, I'll give you my high level. My opinion has not changed. And I've, like, I don't really care about these people somehow. Like, it's very odd to go through, like, these people getting married and just, like, not care. Mm. And I don't know how they did that. So, if you're watching, I know so a lot you've of. watched nine episodes. I'm, I'm confused where you stand. Are you in or are you out? I'm out. Like, out. I watch, like. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's going to watch the other episode, but he's out. So, okay. Well, we'll take a step back. <laughs> so, I was watching the first, like, four or five with my girlfriend, and I was like, you can keep going. I'll just pop it on the side, like side TV and not really pay attention. So that's like, I'm nine episodes in, but like I kind of stopped caring and stopped watching like a couple episodes ago. I, I if see. that makes sense. But in general, at the time I was just like, I, there's a, there's a weird blow up. Cause the one guy was by, I was just like, really? And like both people acted like ridiculously, but then I'm like, you just know this guy for a weekend and I get it, I guess. But that's just kind of the level of, What's going on? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a process like uh, some other shows. You can't trust this process. No. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I cannot. If you can't trust the process, then you got to give up. What, no point. What's the point of it? All right. Uh, I think that's it for I'm us. I'm gonna give one other plug. Okay. Um, McMillions. I feel like it's not getting the Duke credit. So HBO docuseries on how the McDonald's Monopoly game. Was being rigged by insiders. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Did they what? pay when? the people to be on this docu series? Unclear. Uh, so the backstory is, um, so I, I think it's a six episode limited docu series. Um, the fourth episode was just released this week. I haven't watched it, but quickly that like basically the mafia was involved to. Um, steal winning game pieces and then they gave those to friends to then go cash in. The Park Place from... You ever played Monopoly in the 90s? Damn right it did. Okay. McDonald's Monopoly or just the board game Monopoly? McDonald's. Uh, did they have that in Canada? Yes. Did they have different you... winners in the US? I assume there were different winners in the US. I don't know. I don't know. Was there? I never assumed there was winners. I just assumed maybe you get like a free Coke. No, there's a winners if you got Park Place and Boardwalk. Not never. You won like a million dollars if you got Park Place and Boardwalk. Never made yeah. it that far, but I did win yeah. free French fries at least once or twice. You can win that. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't win, win because it was rigged by these people in this documentary. Mm. That's the documentary. But they didn't rig the free French fries. I'll you watch the documentary. <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm over the documentary. 
<laughs> I feel like I've gotten what I needed out of it. But if yeah, they're paid, it might be a reality show. Let's think about that. Mm. Rob, uh, I need I need the one minute update. Oh, you need the update. Yeah. Sorry, so, sorry guys. Bah. One minute. The Just a quick. Update. There's a lo- So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely upset because you know I think we found a a problem with this film in three episodes in one day because the crowd got drunk and they have not kicked out Gronk and this is just a big problem. What? And Why like, would you kick Gronk out? Because <laughs> he's terrible at singing. Yeah, but it's Gronk. <laughs> so they did a, when there was only four, they did a little medley song where they all had to sing together. I'm pretty sure Gronk's mic was off. I'm pretty sure like, because <laughs> each of the other three had a part where they were just singing on their own and he's mm. just jumping around and you don't even hear him. And then instead of kicking off him, they kicked off the lady monster who was Shaka Khan. And it's oh. like, why are you kick? This is just. Out. So then they got introduced a new group of people. One of them, uh, there's some Atlanta 1996 Olympic references. It might be Michael Johnson, though then uh, uh, Jenny McCarthy guessed Michael Johnson. So, like, I don't want to be on the same page as Jenny McCarthy. So I think it's probably too obvious. But then kicked off was the elephant. It's a very good costume. It was like. Imagine an elephant crossed with Optimus Prime. That was what this looked like. Oh. I was in. And it was Tony Hawk. Whoa. Oh. So, uh, not. What was Tony Hawk as a singer? I mean, not terrible, but it was definitely like, uh, eh, I think the elephant's one of the ones who might like, get kicked off. But, like, I'm not trusting the process anymore. I don't know if they're going to kick off the bad singers anymore with this whole Gronk uh, disaster. So, so are you out? I mean, I'm not out. I'm still watching. But. <laughs> he's not. He's, there's no way he's out. He's got him. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. This is very interesting. So previously, as we were talking, um, I like keeping up with the masked singer by going to the Wikipedia page. You can see what's going on. When I went there before, it was kind of odd. It already declared who the winner was for season three and exposed who was in that costume. Oh, And so I was like a little confused, like why the Wikipedia page is set up like that. Now I'm going back to the Wikipedia page. It's gone. Oh, so I don't know if like I have some inside dirt. That history is there. You got to keep that and then reveal if it matches the reality. I, I will. Or not, I will. So. I'm gonna write it down in my notes. Write um, down your notes, and we'll see if it comes out. The level of internet cornering that's happening is out of control right now. Uh, I mean, he's back. Pulling. We've been missing the internet corner. It's he's got to really bring the strong internet corner in he's, real time. As he's we he's bringing it. Bringing strong. Uh, all right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Hoop at the Song. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop at the Song. You can email us questions and suggestions at Hoop at the Song at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. I'm ready to sail. Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away with me.